Podcast. Hey, what's up? Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name's Kyle. This here is Jimmy. How are you doing, Jimmy? Doing good. Sunday afternoon, so you know what we gotta do? Get together and talk about Dragon Ball. Yeah, damn right. Because, you know, two men in their 30s talking about Dragon Ball on a Sunday afternoon is, you know, I would say arguably as healthy as, uh, it's about as healthy as two dudes in their 30s watching football on a Sunday afternoon. There's no football right now. I know. Thank God. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to get people to come over and make podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to talk about a couple of Dragon Ball things this week. Um, Dragon Ball Super Manga Chapter 57 came out. We'll talk about that uh, in the second half of the episode. But uh, last night, this morning, somewhere in between, uh, episode 20 of Super Dragon Ball Heroes came out. <sighs> Guess we'll talk about that first. He loved it. I, it was a lot, man. <laughs> and I don't think I loved a lot of it, if I'm being frank. Yeah. Um, so this is a special episode in that, um, at least the version we saw. I saw versions without it, but the version we saw was a little bit longer than your standard seven, eight minute episode of, of Heroes. It's uh, got three and a half minutes of backstory leading up to the episode. Uh, and in that three and a half minutes of backstory, it covers, uh, what was it? Approximately 75 million years? <laughs> 75 million years of backstory. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try to navigate it because so much is thrown at you so quickly with so many different things. Um, what we, What's his name? Mechi, Mechicabra? Mechicabra. Mechicabra. Mechicabra and Cronoa, Cronoa. I think that's how you say your last name. Yeah. Uh, the her name anyway. Um, the Supreme Kai of Time. Um, and those are characters. At least the Supreme Kai of Time is. Uh, she's prominent in the Xenoverse game that you just bought. So yep. you'll get a little bit more familiar with several of the characters they talk about in this intro. Um, namely Mira, Toa, and I think Demigra is in that game as well. But also the Supreme Kai of Time. But uh, Mechi, Mechicabra, great fucking name. Mechicabra. 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 Mechicabra works downtown. Mitch Cabral. <laughs> nice little Portuguese guy. Looks like Cabral's <laughs> chicken. So they talk about a lot of characters that you're going to get more familiar with in Xenoverse. Mira, Toa, Demigra, and Cronoa. Um, Cronoa and Mechicabra. Obviously, if you can't tell by Mechicabra's fun name to say, he's an evil guy based off of his character design alone. So he gets sealed up in the cracks of time where all demons should go. <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of this holy sacred space of time and space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm floundering. Um, we learn about Toki Toki. Toki Toki. Who's a bird who's basically also a Pokemon. Yeah. He's cool. He's the master of time. Um, we learn about the dark demon armies. Um, we learn about how they gathered up the Dark Star Dragon Balls. And, um, and mind you, this is all still just, you know, the first three minutes of this episode. Like, yeah. 75 million years ago, these two duked it out for the Supreme Kai of Time spot. Then all this other shit happened. Bunch of demon armies. Present day, Trunks is hanging out with the Supreme Kai of Time. Also, Trunks is a SS 
SSG. Uh, that's I hate SSG, but that's how we abbreviate it when we talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. Jesus, Super Saiyan God. Yeah. Super Saiyan God Trunks. By the way, Trunks is Super Saiyan God. Don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I don't like how it looks. He doesn't look like he's got that slender thing. It looks like he's just trunks with red hair. He looks like not trunks. He's got a key sword. Yeah. Um, that he's gonna slice up this new demon king person with and seal him back up in the cracks of time. Yep. Um, this was my key sword. So the thing that makes me mad about this episode is we see uh, mostly it's just Trunks in the Super Saiyan God form that we don't get to see him achieve at all, but he just has it. Yeah. He's got the sword. Don't get to see what's up with the sword. He just has it. Yeah. But and that's all fine. I, I get that you got to set it is up. Is it like a key sword or like a key sword? A key like turning things in the door handle because it's locked. Key. Right. Yeah. Or what was the other key that you referenced? Like key, you know, like oh, like K I. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's K E Y. That's what I thought. That's so weird. Yeah. Some Kingdom of Hearts shit. Yeah. It. So, what makes me mad is uh, they have Trunks do all that shit. Whatever, that's fine. But they give us the Zeno versions of the characters. So it's Zeno, Goku, and Vegeta who are fusing the Super Saiyan Four Vegeto. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. But you also have Gohan, Goten from Trunks. Uh, excuse me. Gohan and Goten from GT and Pan uh, all hanging out on the sidelines just yeah. watching. They've already done their piece of this big battle that we We, we didn't get to see. Yeah. That's part of they didn't really catch us up on. Like We come in and it's just like Vegito shooting a bunch of blasts at everybody and Trunks trying to get his fucking key sword started so he can cut somebody in half. Oh man! So um, <laughs> need to fire up my key sword. Yeah, and it all happens so quickly. Like by the time yeah. I see the guy that he's about to slice in half, I'm like, "Oh man, Trunks is gonna about to do this dude dirty." <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's over and done with. I'm like, "Wow!" Even for Dragon Ball Heroes, this felt really quick. Yeah, because there was like a minute after the fight of them like just being done with the fight. I'm like, all right, we're cool, we're good. <laughs> This is fun. Taking our time. And then yeah. we get a flashback, which, by the way, the subs that I typically watch are typically done by um, Therese, I believe, and Sailor Spaz. I don't think they did the subs that we watched today. No, yeah. The, the subs seemed weird, too. Very weird. Um, anyway, uh, the last piece of the episode is a flashback. I don't know how long ago it was. I don't think the translation gave it to us. I don't know if the dialogue gave it to us. Whatever. We see Mira and Toa down in, I guess, some demon dimension. And uh, they got a little baby. And in my brain, I'm like, Mira and Toa do have a baby. It's Foo. And I thought that we already knew this. And did they have a new baby now? Are they just fucking in the demon realm whenever they're not wreaking havoc and fucking with the Z-Warriors? <laughs> the time patrol in general? Like... No, it's just a flashback to when they first released Fu from the demon realm, and you know they say your your era is yet to come, and they just let him float off like a little baby Superman, <laughs> and his little thing comes unwrapped, and then it flash forwards like however much time I don't know how much time he he is in I don't know much time would have passed uh, in terms of like demon years or whatever I don't know how old Fu is, but 
Yeah. He's old enough to be acting a fool now. Get yeah. it? Because his name's Foo. Acting a fool. Yeah, except I said fool. So I imagine that much in the much like in the first 19 episodes of Super Dragon Ball Heroes, Fu will be a, some kind of huge factor uh, in the story and how it progresses, which is all fine. I just don't get why like they build the episode as like a super special episode this week. It's going to be a massive fight. And I'm like, yeah, yeah cool. Right. And then yeah. it's with a bunch of people that, you know, outside of the few names that I've named Toa, Mira, Fu, Demigra, there's like nobody there of real consequence. Is Vegito and Trunks? I was excited to see GT Gohan and Goten. I feel like I haven't seen them in 23 years. Yeah. And they're like, nope, sorry, just hanging on the sidelines. We're still useless. <laughs> Even though we're part of the fucking time patrol. Yeah. We're part of the Xeno cops or whatever. Frustrating. This was like the least Dragon Ball feeling thing that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that bird evolving into another bird. Yeah, to like, like finish the key swords. Onto like slice. everything. It literally looked like a Pokemon evolving and like using its ultimate move that it just learned due to its evolution in battle. Yeah. In order to, you know, win you a rainbow badge or some shit. Is a rainbow badge a badge? <laughs> I don't know if it is. Must be. Carlton. Rainbow badge. He has the rainbow badge. I was going to say, that joke works on two levels because A, he is a Pokemon master, and B, he is very gay. <laughs> so. All of that said, um, this was like the least Super Dragon Ball Heroes, Super Dragon Ball Heroes that ever did Super Dragon Ball Hero. Yeah, it's Super Dragon Ball Unheroed. Super Dragon Ball sucked. <laughs> Super Dragon Ball sucked. It just felt like it wasn't Dragon Ball. Like, I, I think part of it has to do with so many new characters in the beginning of it. And then um, Trunks having a super unfamiliar character design. Pans there, cool. GT Gohan Goten there cool they're not really doing anything you don't see SSJ for Vegito a lot so no real familiarity mm -hmm. with any of the characters in this episode so why be Vegito because man they were fighting some crazy should be Gogeta no should do guys. the fusion dance they had the Pataras I guess the Xenos have only done the Patara. They haven't had well, yeah. They had Gogeta versus Hearts a couple of weeks, a couple episodes ago, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Xeno guys—they—they're just Vegito. I want to see SSJ four Vegito and Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta fuse into <laughs> Super Saiyan 15, 12. 12? 15, 12. Super Saiyan twelve. Vegito. Vegito. Vegeta. Vegeta. That's just the regular name for one of the guys. Gogeet. 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 Gogeta is already one of their names as well. See, it's trickier than it seems. Anyway, I don't Gogeta. think it'll ever happen. So, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty appropriate that we've talked about uh, a four-way fusion. Technically, or I guess it's kind of... a. It's a fusion oh, of a fusion. Oh, we fucking with four ways? Yeah, we fucking with four ways. But there was a three-way fusion in the manga chapter this month, so. Was there? Yeah. But it was Namek guys, no? No, it was three ugly women. Oh, yeah. No, it was three mildly attractive women. <laughs> yeah, Who then actually. fuse up into, like, Voltron right. into, like, and a big Bertha-looking. a big fat bitch. <laughs> yeah, it looked like, uh, <laughs> what did I say? 
uh, Ursula. It's like Ursula some... from the Little Mermaid fucked a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess let's close the book on Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Yeah. Because fuck all that. So manga chapter fifty seven. Um, gonna be honest, man. I wish one of my fucking friends would learn how to read a comic book. <laughs> Tired of having to tell you guys about it. <laughs> we didn't do a manga video this week because I screwed something up with the iPad thing here, but. You know, maybe we'll get that resurrected or, or what's the word? Reinstated. Rets, um, rectified. Rectified. That's the word. Rect. Rect. Oh. Rectify. Rectal. Fied. Maybe we'll get that situation rectified. Uh, however, we are mostly up to date on what's going on with the manga, or at least you are. I read it like the second I see a translation link on the 20th of each month. Like, <laughs> I don't care what the fuck I'm doing. I like literally started reading it in traffic the other day. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I couldn't wait. I pulled over eventually. First couple pages. Yeah. So last month, Android show up to face uh, against the 7-3 character who real good at absorbing everyone's energy and keeping it on the, you know, respective little pouches in his head or whatever. It's so weird the way <laughs> that they... pouches. Yeah, very strange the way they chose to uh, <laughs> to do that. But I kind of dig it. I like that character, but he's no match for those androids. Can't sense their energy, even if he could. That shit, unlimited. Unlimited. Unlimited power. Max power. So, um, this chapter today is going to focus a little bit more on some of the other z warriors and what they're doing in their respective battles and it's really like they're kind of last moments to shine before somebody finally fucking shows up yeah right uh, who's a little more qualified to handle the situation um sit back down at the kids table yeah you gotta sit back down and say go goku you're the only one who can do this for us because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen soon um, you better so, wait till my dad gets here. I do like that Bulma has brought back like that old Dragon Ball trope of having like a way for the non-fighting characters to be able to watch the fight and comment on it. Sets up all her, I don't know, drones and her TV monitors on the lookout and everyone's yeah. just kind of chilling, trying to figure out what's going on. And there's too much Krillin on the TV for Chi-Chi's taste. <laughs> I understand, but Krillin, man. Krillin is like... Krillin is such a stud in this chapter and it could have been real easy for them to just take this chapter as an opportunity to say oh no all the galactic criminals are kicking the crap out of our hero friends wish somebody strong would show up but no they all pretty much hold their own respectively and Krillin I think is my favorite uh, piece of this because you know everyone always asks why don't you just throw a fucking Kienzon at him chop off his head yeah, we all go home. Call it a day. We all go home early, <laughs> and he's like, "It's not that simple." I'm like, "It kind of is, but it never is." <laughs> but today we see a pretty good combination of of him using multiple Kanzans to be, and then also be able to like manipulate their movements, like the way Yamcha does with his spirit ball, which is cool. Yeah, and then when that moment comes where you think he's about to get hit with the destructo discs. Or another old school Dragon Ball trope. Fucking Zanzu Ken. After image technique. That's not the real Krillin. That's a fake. That's a phony. An after image phony. Yep. So 
the, I think that little sequence is probably my favorite part of the chapter um, in terms of, yeah, no, I'll say it's favorite part of the chapter. Yeah. I was going to say in terms of these fights, but that's pretty much all this chapter is. Um, we get uh, some real uh, regressive Master Roshi behaviors. <laughs> of course, he's the one who, and we saw him run off to go fight these ladies last month. So it's yeah. not super surprising what they were lining up. But uh, hey, in case you don't know, guys, Roshi likes pretty girls. Yeah. He gets boners when he sees them. Maybe sometimes even he bleeds out his nose. He does. And in this case, he's just not such a good fighter because these ladies are just so pretty. And I think Krillin goes over to help him, right? And they Yeah, Krillin goes to help him. And they uh he asks him, he's like, Yo, last week in the tournament of power, you uh were fighting Jiren, you're dodging everything. What's up? Now you can't even fight these three ladies? He's like, I'm distracted. <laughs> They have titties. They have powers over me. What are those powers, Roche? Boobs. 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 So uh, he continues to dodge attacks with his Megate no Goku-esque uh, movements. And uh, ultimately, the solution is to put a blindfold on. Because <laughs> if he can't look at him, <laughs> he's not aroused. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just close his eyes? Same effect, right? You can't leave your eyes closed when there's fucking hot bitches around. You're right. You're right. I didn't think about that fully. At some point, he'd be like, I got to look. Got to check out what's going on out there. <laughs> Get the blood flowing. Yeah, good point. I guess you do need that, that piece of cloth over your eyes because temptation, man, it's there. Mm -hmm. Ever-present. Omnipresent. To get in Chaozu, they have to fight a Magetta-looking mother who is a big... Steel tin can of a man. <laughs> also, coincidentally, doesn't take too well to insults. Doesn't take too kindly to them. Like he gets hurt by them or like... I just hurt his feelings and he wants to go home. <laughs> I get it. People are rude to me sometimes and I'm like, hey, you just hurt my feelings. And I want to go home. <laughs> so I totally relate with this big robot bastard. However, Tien... The man with not a uh, single funny bone in his body. Yeah, right. He can't insult people to save his GD life. And uh, all he fucking knows is fucking hanging out in waterfalls. Hanging out with waterfalls and with small clown people. Yeah. Thankfully, this clown person, I imagine it comes from a life of being yeah, not only severely underappreciated or underutilized, but just being severely fucking short. And then you compound that with the fact that his face is literally painted like a clown. Charles has got a lot of fucking heat. Like, he's got a lot of aggression to get out. Oh, yeah. So he's got no problem stepping to a big metal man. I bet he's been made fun of. Oh, several his times. His whole life. He's only got one hair on his hey, head. Hey, fucking clown boy, grow some fucking hair. Hey, man, why don't you uh, not paint your face like that? Yeah, right? You look way cooler. Save a lot of money in blush. He's like, it's just my natural complexion. What do you mean? And I'll be like, no, it's not. Those little red circles, come on. Yeah, come that. on. What man. do they do? Well, whatever. The kid's been picked on enough throughout his life to be able to dish out some insults. So glad that he came in handy this chapter. Not always a guarantee that Chowsey is going to be even on screen or in panel, I guess, in this yeah. case. But 
here he is dishing out insults with the what best was of his them. insults big metal hunk of fucking asshole or whatever you <laughs> always arrive late like you know team four star uh has announced that they're going to stop doing dragon ball abridged in its current iteration but man if they ever recast a uh a series like that, I'll be Chaosu. And just my regular voice. <laughs> like, Tian, you dumb motherfucker. This launch girl obviously wants to jump your bones. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> I'd love to be Chaosu in those circumstances. <laughs> so that's kind of like the last hurrah of the Z Warriors to an extent. Um, yeah. For Moro's finally here. Spaceship shows up, lands on Earth. Looking Moral. all fucking badass and shit. Yeah, it's real gaunt. Uh, cheekbones um, looking very um, terrifying also like a ram goat man who again eats planets you know for sustenance not like a a hobby or fun like dude needs to do it it's gonna happen one way or another unless you kill him so Moro has been very quick to the punch on a lot of pieces throughout this arc like he was quick to get all of the galactic uh, prisoners uh, broken out and freed. He's been really quick to like share his energy and his powers with Seven Three, and we'll see in a minute another some I don't know crony criminal. What the hell was his name? Sagumbo, Sagambo. Like he's been somebody who's not fucked around pretty much at all. And uh, for whatever reason, when he shows up to Earth, he decides, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll wait. Like. He says, like, the people aren't the people I want to fight are not here. Yeah, he says the, the the main attractions, you know, whatever, Goku and Vegeta aren't even here. So I'm just going to wait. It's like, dude, you weren't coming here to fight Goku and Vegeta. You were coming to this planet. To eat it. To eat it. And the reason being was snack. there was lots of strong people there. So theoretically, it would be a really strong planet for you to consume. So now that you've gotten here, all of a sudden you're all about to fight. Yeah. You need to make how am I gonna prepare my dishes? I believe is what he says. How shall I prepare these dishes? Is that what he t- says when he eats the planet? That's how he says that's what he says when he shows up. He's like, How 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 am I gonna I'm gonna take my time with this? I'm gonna wait for Goku and Vegeta. So I don't know. I just think like everything he's done to this point, the idea that he's gonna give his power to the Sagambo douchebag that we're gonna see in a second, and he's gonna have that be the fight. When now that he's on Earth, he should just get it over and done with. That would have been, and then the, and then the problem becomes how do we stop or stall Moro for time? Um, that would have been the logical piece for me. But instead, he gives some of his energy to this big hulking mass of a man who, you know, probably already pretty strong in his own right, but gets a little bit of Moro juice, and all of a sudden his fucking shirt pops off, and it takes uh everybody, I think. I think it's Krillin, the androids, um, Piccolo and Gohan. I think it's those five, maybe more, are just pushing him back, trying to hold out and keep him steady. And it looks like they're about to get their asses whole whipped. And Krillin, again, the ever-bright tactician, um, he decides that he's just going to risk it all, spike up his power, even though he knows that it could be the end, because I think he's hiding in that scene too. Like he's, uh, I think Scumbo's trying to find him and Roshi at the end of the chapter, and uh, he's like hiding behind a rock. He's like, "Oh man, if I if I spike my energy right now, I'm done for. He's gonna catch me and he's gonna die." But maybe Goku will, will figure it out. He'll see it and he'll lock onto it. An instant transmission over here, and sure enough, 
But that is what the fuck happens. Goku shows up just in the nick of time. Hey, what's up, bud? Sorry, I made you wait. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what is uh, that's the end of the chapter right there is when Goku shows up. So. Yeah. What's interesting about this is we don't see Vegeta at all in this chapter. So he's still on planet Yardra learning this uh, new technique or whatever. He's not there yet. Typically, he's the guy that you have to fight before you fight Goku. Yeah, right. They're fucking throwing us through a loop now. Oh, boy. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Vegeta's going to win? Maybe. You know how many times I've thought that before? Um, did you think it in Resurrection of F? Because I did. And so did everyone else. Except Kira Toriyama, who then boned us all and took away that <laughs> win that we all wanted. Just let Vegeta have that one on Frieza, man. He destroyed his motherfucking planet. Yeah. Who cares about Goku? I mean, yeah, it's Goku's planet too, but Goku's from Earth. Like, let's be real. Right. Jeez Louise, Moses. I don't know why the Moses talk is happening today, but anyway... Goku showing up first means Vegeta's going to be the one to bail Goku out of trouble. Yeah. Which is fine. All right? They're going to become Vegito. No, I don't think I don't think we're going to see a fusion. No? I'd be very surprised if we did. I, here's my question, right? That's how they save it to make Goku still the winner. No. Vegeta comes in and is like, I've learned this new move. Fuse with me. I'm worried that it'll be similar to a Resurrection F uh, situation where Goku gets his ass whipped. Vegeta steps in, does some ass whipping, <laughs> and then Goku comes in and ultimately gets the move, or gets the win, rather. Yeah. Here, I could see a situation where Goku shows up first to fight Moro, doesn't know what he's getting himself into, gets his ass whooped by Moro. Vegeta shows up in the nick of time with whatever his new Yardradian, uh, is that what we're saying? Uh, Yardradian technique he's got. To be able to defeat Moro, I don't know what that's going to be, but hopefully he learned instant transmission uh, as well, so that way he can get there as quickly as Goku did. Um, Vegeta's going to save Goku, all right? There's no doubt about that. The question is, once that saving happens, does Vegeta get the full-on win, or does he just stall for Goku to get back on his feet and then have Goku defeat him? Yeah. I think this whole bringing Vegeta to Planet Yardrat thing is a precursor for him to... Maybe, hopefully, with some explanation and logic behind it, with you know the technique, whatever it ends up being, um, you know, with those kinds of reasons and setup, they really could be angling for him to get the win. No, they're not. <laughs> All that being said, man, if I uh, he's gonna come back, right, and then teach Goku the move he learned. <laughs> it's like quick, Kakarato. <laughs> well, your kids fucking. I learned this move. Watch me. It took me nine months to learn it, but in yard rat time or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to teach it to you in 20 minutes. It's <laughs> all we can get with Gohan and Piccolo and the rest of the ragtag Z warriors fighting goat man over there in the distance. God, if we get something like that, so help me God. <laughs> I'll be more upset with that than I was with Super Dragon Ball Heroes episode 20 today. Yeah. Talk about a hot pile of steaming garbage. Right. Also, the new opening song that has been posted up, we didn't wasn't part of this episode today, but I assume it will be. Not a very good song. Of all the Dragon Ball Hero songs, I'm gonna say it's the shittiest one. Want to know how I know? You listen to them on repeat. That's part of it. The other part of it is I've heard this one like maybe three or four times now. 
I don't even know how the fuck it goes. Yeah. I have a musical brain, man. I have a memory for melody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> memory for melody. Yeah. That's a thing that people have, and I'm one of those people. Asshole. Try to tell me I'm not a memory for melody? I just liked the alliteration of words. I'm surprised you know what alliteration means. <laughs> wow, Jimmy, go you, brother. Memory melody. Memory. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes was a hot pile of Steven Garbage, and Chapter 57 was fun, and I liked the, the idea that maybe they're setting us up to have Vegeta win. Uh, although... I guess I should fully prepare myself for them to yeah. let me down again because it is Dragon Ball after yeah. all. Right. Speaking of being let down, um, still no return announcement on that anime. Don't know. Uh, Goku's going to be in the Olympics. Yep. Well, it's usually with the next thing that we say, but he's not going to be in the Olympics. <laughs> he is, I heard. He's competing on behalf yes. of the country all, of Japan. All the sports, everyone. He's going to be in everyone. <laughs> While also being the mascot. Yes. I feel like there's a conflict of interest there, but with Go what's cool about Goku is that he's so fast. Right. With the instant transmission shit, he could realistically do both at the same time. Mascot and compete. 100 meter dash. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm hopeful for July. I'm really hopeful for July. Because it ain't going to be March. I don't know how I know. It's February 20... What the fuck's the date? 22nd today? 23rd? She's Louise. Yep. Wowee. Wow. Wow-y-woo. It's almost springtime. A couple weeks will be uh, celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Yep. That's like the unofficial kickoff to summer. Uh, summer. Spring for me. Is it? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, uh, pitchers and catchers report. Um, once it's like regularly above 50 degrees every day, like. Yeah, and you can start going outside again. Yeah, going outside with the sun out is cool. Unless it's wintertime. We're fans of the sun. That's where we shoot all our enemies into. Here on Dragon Ball Super Dope, we aspire to shoot everyone into the sun. With our Kamehameha. Cut me off in traffic. I will shoot you into the fucking sun. With our Kamehameha waves. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we still got to do Poco no Hero Academia. So we're going to go do that on a different podcast now. Maybe Catch us over there. You're probably going to. I don't know which one you're going to hear first. Hopefully now it's not this one. Now it's not. Yeah. Maybe this one's number two. And then you'd be like, what? Maybe. What? Maybe you are number two. Time. <laughs> Make sure you. Yeah, this is a good episode today. Make sure you ring and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, YouTube is a place where the podcast goes. And I, we almost have 100 subscribers there. There you go. I don't know how. I don't know who the fuck you people are. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Um, you call us up 401-213-9596 leave us a voicemail um, that's it that's all Jimmy you got any parting words for our audience members nope stay real yeah so <laughs> nope stay real no parting words stay real Philadelphia but I feel like stay real Philadelphia <laughs> would be the part I know you're looking too much into it alright well did you hear that? Yeah, that was a dog. All right, we're done. Da-da-da-da. <laughs>